The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything that you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads, ensure that you can take on any adventure. Available H-Track all-wheel drive so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. I've been so pumped to take a couple of friends with our road bikes to some of the trails nearby, and now I can bring the entire crew, my dog, and all of our gear with that third row. Learn more about the new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Let me tell you who's doing sneakers the best in the game right now. That's New Balance. The two-way V4, featuring this groundbreaking use of technology with fresh foam. It's called Fuel Cell, creating this combination that we love of rebound and cushioning. Fresh Foam offers unparalleled cushioning for maximum comfort your entire game from start to finish. The upper construction features this lightweight textile that reduces weight, which we all need, I know I do, while remaining supportive and breathable. Hard to find that combo. The two-way V4 gives you the tools that you need to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way V4 at newbalance.com. We've got a growing issue on our hands, and it concerns the referees. And I'm not talking about the Cincinnati Bengals getting screwed by the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm talking about LeBron's nationally televised game you probably saw and the meltdown that you probably saw at the end of the Celtics-Lakers game on Saturday night. One of the big centerpiece games of the year, all eyes on them, and did it deliver. It was so good. Here's the background. Lakers, who of late actually have been pretty good. They were eight-and-a-half-point dogs in Boston. Should have been a blowout. Everyone thought it's going to be a blowout. Why is this thing on national TV? Kings are playing. Kings are not on national TV. They got flexed out for the Lakers, which is par for the course. But somehow, some way, the Lakers delivered and put up a fight to the point where they were leading at halftime. They held on to the lead. And, of course, the Celtics were back like Celtics do. And a game without question that was decided by, you guessed it, the refs. You guessed it, a non-call For a star player, the biggest star in the league, in our last generation, LeBron James. Celtics down three points with 4.1 seconds left to go. Jalen Brown gets a very suspect ticky-tacky and one call. Heads to the line. It is now tied up. Lakers have four seconds left to go. They give the Lakers the final shot of the game. LeBron James like the dominant player that he was in his prime, decides he's going to put his head down, go straight to the rim, goes up for a layup, and then smack. One of the five fingers say to the hand. I guess it was his forearm. Smack. Gets smacked on the forearm by Jalen Brown. Looks at the ref dead in his face. No call. God damn, I don't think I've ever seen LeBron James that mad in his life. None. Never seen it. Fell down to the ground in what was either some sort of Minnesota Timberwolves playing 
glue yourself to the court experiment or an overly dramatic whine, but it was a full-on tantrum. Pat Beverly was so mad at the non-call, he somehow takes a DSLR camera from the cameraman to show the ref that his hand, his arm was actually slapped by Jalen Brown or, J- or maybe Jason Tatum. And one of the more egregious non-calls of the season. And that bringing out, I, that was a whole new thing. I had never seen someone grab a camera from a, from a photographer to show the ref. But that's where we're at. Wasn't something that was reviewable. And, of course, it cost the Lakers the game 100% because they would have sent LeBron to the line with almost no seconds left on the clock. They would have been up two. They would have won the game. But instead, because of Pat Beverly's antics, before the game even, the OT even begins, two free throws for the Boston Celtics tip off and now they're leading and they never give up the lead for the rest of the game Lakers lose not even a question that it was completely blown not even a question that the game was stolen they asked Darvin Ham what he thought about it here's what he had to say I mean as much I know I can't speak to anyone but myself um, as much as you try not to put it on officiating it's becoming increasingly difficult. Um, there, yeah, there's a bunch of stuff we could have did better in this game, but for the most part, we competed our behinds off, uh, played the right way, played together, stayed aggressive, playing downhill, playing in the paint. And it's unfortunate that you know the game ends on a play like that. It's 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 unfortunate, especially with and you know I don't you, you don't ask for favoritism. You just ask for consistency. You don't ask for favoritism. You just ask for consistency. Later on, he says, the best player on earth can't get a call. It's amazing. Braun wasn't as angry as I thought he would be, but he was just just sad, just resigned. Some some sort of emotion I had never seen from LeBron. So they ask him. Challenging. Challenging. Um, I don't get it. Attacking the paint um, just as much as any of the other guys in this league that's shooting double digit free throws a night. And, uh, you know, it's just, it's, I don't get it. I don't understand. Shooting double, I should be shooting double digit free throws a night. I'm getting to the lane just as much as these other guys. I just do not get it. Well, according to Dan Wolke, the league immediately reached out to the Lakers to confirm that, yes, the refs indeed did blow the call and Tatum should have been called for the foul that would have given Braun two shots from the line to win the game. Last two-minute report said the same thing. Even the head ref, Eric Lewis, admitted that they blew the call right after the game. They asked him what was up, and this is what he had to say. Hey, uh, why was Patrick Beverly assessed a technical foul at the end of regulation? His actions were inappropriate in addressing resentment to a non-call. It looked like he brought a camera out. Was he trying to show you something? Yes, that was part of his inappropriate actions. It looked like there was contact on LeBron's drive at the end of regulation. Why was there no foul call, and what did you see? There was contact. At the time, during the game, we did not see a foul. The crew missed the play. No shit. That was very obvious. It was egregious. Here's the thing. Blown calls happen. It sucks. Yada, 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 yada. 
But if you are LeBron James and you are the L.A. Lakers or you are a Laker fan, you should lose your goddamn mind about this. Why? Because it is affecting whether or not you can go to the playoffs or not. This is the fourth time in the last two months the Lakers have been hosed in the last minute of a game that has cost them said game. Three times the league admitted their mistakes. The fourth time when they said Russell Westbrook wasn't fouled on a game-winning attempt where Joel Embiid literally grabbed his wrist, probably one of the most egregious of the bunch. So if you were to add those four wins that were stolen from the Lakers, I can't even believe I'm discussing it this way because I hate him so much. The Lakers are currently 23-27. and 27. If they had won those four games, they would be 27-23, and 23, which looks at the standings would be fourth place in the West. A game out of third place. Instead, they are sitting right around 10th. And that is a massive difference with the West in turmoil. According to the Lakers' official last two-minute report, there have been, this needs to be said, there have been 34 incorrect calls or non-calls in the final two minutes of 19 games that the league classifies as close. 21 of those 34 incorrect calls have gone and favored the Lakers. So you might say... Well, the Lakers get more calls, but four games now in the last two months have been stolen. And I'm going to predict that some team at some point is going to get screwed out of the playoffs by a bad call. They will. There will be a team that because of a bad call ends up missing the play-in, missing the playoff. Maybe it's the Lakers. If I'm AD and I am Russ and I am Braun, I would not be happy. I would feel like we are gelling at the right time, and somehow, some way, we just cannot buy a win. We are getting wins pulled out from under us. And it is turning a team that could be, quote-unquote, successful or improving to a team that has really no recourse, really no hope, really no desire to do anything else. If they get to the playoffs and, and we're he- aren't healthy, the Lakers will be dangerous. But it looks like it might be difficult for them to do that the way that things are going if the refs don't get out of the way. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Moving on. So we got to talk about this new news about Bob Myers. Bob Myers, GM of the Golden State Warriors. There are some things rumbling about him. We know that the Warriors have had a tough year so far. They had the punch that was heard around the world with Draymond Green and Jordan Poole. It's even gotten stranger than that. Currently, they are sixth in the West, 25 and 24, but also two and a half games out of 13th place. So things are teeter-tottering on either success or brink of disaster. The West, like I just said earlier, is an absolute meat grinder, and this team is still 6 and 18 on the road. So there's some things going on. There's some issues for our dubs. We don't know where they're going to land, whether it's going to get fixed or smoothed out. But in the midst of all of this, quote-unquote, we'll call it instability, 
inconsistency, comes the news. The Bob Myers, the architect of the dynasty, you could argue also Jerry West, is unhappy and might be on the move. Bob Myers, the architect of the dynasty, might be on the move. So he recently said in a podcast about leadership, he said this about his future in the Bay. He said, well, I do really like what I do now. I love our group. I don't think it's anything imminent as far as stepping outside of this job. But it is healthy to ask where you're at and what you're doing. And since then, the rumor mill has been buzzing. Where will Bob Myers go? Why is he maybe unhappy? The most likely scenario, if he does go, apparently is a move to Los Angeles to rejoin with Jerry West and a very, very rich owner in Steve Ballmer. The rumor is suspect. It does make sense, though, considering that Myers wants to be the highest paid GM in the league. That's the thing, is you've got Lakeup paying a lot of money to all these players deep into the luxury tax, and they're not winning to the level this year that they expect. And then you have Bob Myers saying, hey, guys, I, too, need to be paid. I am on an expiring contract. What are you going to do next? Is Myers unhappy in Golden State? I don't know. I don't think that's the right word for it. Maybe he's burned out. Maybe he needs a new challenge. Maybe he needs some more money. It's a very high-pressure job, especially considering you've got that half-a-billion-dollar payroll that you're staring at and expectations from an owner of multi-generational dynastic runs. But, listen, the Clippers are a good job. This could be another uh, opportunity to reunite with Jerry West. And for me, that would probably be a very good combination. I know that they like uh, Lawrence Frank in L.A., but I don't know that you turn down an opportunity to get Bob Myers. The stability, though, for the Warriors, for our dubs, has been in large part due to Bob Myers being the captain of the ship. He's one of the very few talent agents that have ever come into the front office of a team and immediately succeeded. Franchise faces huge decisions, ranging from what to do with Clay, what to Draymond Green, to how the two-timeliner poach is going to go. You've got two of three cornerstone pieces that you thought, Wiseman and Moody, who are very far away from being starters, and the other one in Jonathan Kaminga, very raw. So it might be the right time for Bob Myers to step away. Since his uh, contract was up in December, there has been no news on a new negotiation. This could be the final year for Bob Myers. Wouldn't that be something? And I'll be honest, as a lifelong Dubs fan, without Bob Myers, things just would not be the same.